morning, Prescott, and welcome to another Prescott Talks. My name's Glenn Martin, and I am the host. It's another beautiful Friday morning, and we're a little bit late, but, you know, we kind of have to get settled down. Today, I have not, uh, try again, Quan Nguyen, yes, who sir. is a, uh, a candidate for a House of Representatives for LD1, and that's our area here in the Quad area. So, um, you know, I wanted to start off for, by saying thank you, Quan, for coming in and well, speaking to us. thank you for having us. me. Yeah. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And, you know, I wanted to start off with the people. A lot of people may not know who you are or your story. So um, I kind of wanted to start off with who you are, where you came from. And I can tell by your southern accent, you probably didn't come from Arizona. There I'm you thinking. go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, originally I was born in Vietnam in 1962, mm -hmm. and uh, just slightly before the beginning of the war. And... Um, we lived through, my wife and I both lived through the entire war mm -hmm. until the end of 1975. And, um, uh, you know, I've been very, very fortunate to, by an act of Congress, that we became war refugees and come to the United States. Um, and um, I just study hard, work hard, and, um, you know, got my U.S. citizenship in 1983 the, mm -hmm. the, the hard way. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm, I'm proud of where I am today. And we, um, I had a job transfer from California to um, Arizona in 2004. I'm a resident of Prescott Valley now. Uh -huh. And uh, both of the kids are, um, you know, adults. And I thought, you know, it's, it's time for me to uh, do something with do something <laughs> with, uh, with some free time, mm -hmm. which I really never have. So, so you're married. I'm married. And you have two children. I have two, two children. Great, a son. A son, 25. He's yeah. a tax-paying American citizen. Good deal. Um, and my daughter is currently a midshipman at the Naval Academy. Wow. She's uh, in her third year now. And and those of you who might want to look on uh, uh, Juan's website or on your Facebook and hear his whole story, it is a powerful story. This guy literally came over here with nothing and worked hard and and learned how to speak English. I mean, starting from scratch, right? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit anal when it comes to speaking. And yeah. I know there are words that I still can't get right, but you know what? Yeah. Sesame Street. Yeah, there you go. That was my my way of learning English. Uh -huh. And, and um, you know, I, I, um, I've worked hard since I was 14 yeah. years old. I don't think I ever had a moment where I didn't have a job since yeah. I was 14 years old. And... Um, and I found out that when you couldn't speak English, there are mm -hmm. certain jobs, you're very limited to what you can do. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've done everything from labor, janitorial, to you know, being a corporate director, and you know, just yeah. on and on and on. Yeah, and that's, uh, again, that builds that character. Living that American and, dream, and that's seeing, what I'm doing. Yeah, and, and being able to, uh, exactly, live the American dream, right. balance your checkbook right. at the table, right. know what it takes to to you know the money coming in, money going out. And occasionally having to write the front of the check. And yeah. I did that for 13 years yeah. as, as a consultant. So. Gotcha. So um, yeah, so when you're in a legislature and you're dealing with the taxpayer's money, of course that's going to be your basis is how to balance that budget back and right. forth. I'm, I'm and from somewhat, life experience, I'm, I'm, right? I'm somewhat stingy because I don't like to spend somebody else's money. And if I spend it, I like to spend it wisely. So I'm thinking you're a conservative. Very much so, yeah. and, and I think um, if you understand the history of the Vietnam War, um, I can't be anything but a conservative mm -hmm. after leaving that nation. Yeah. And so I'm very thankful for all the, the veterans that, that uh, fought there, the, especially the, you know, the one that, the 58,200 plus that gave up their lives. Yeah. And that's the reason why I'm here, and 
is part of the reason why I'm running. And, and you know, we talk about uh, uh, legal immigrants and refugees, and I think that's why our founders actually put that in, that we allowed so many people come into our country to refresh and understand that, you know, people like me who have lived under the flag all my life sometimes don't recognize the opportunities and how lucky, how blessed I was to be born in America. Right. And you have people like yourself, and I have some other friends who've come to the country that didn't have it so easy. And when they get to America, they, they embrace that American freedom and, the, and, and what we have here in this country. And they see it something different than what most of us who were born and raised here Glenn, accept I, I, it and yeah, understand it. I have it. to tell you, if it's really easy, mm -hmm. It's not worth keeping. Yeah. And I worked hard at it. I understand the immigration laws are, you know, at least when I was a war refugee, it, 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 it's a difficult task yeah. to get through. But you know, like I said, if it's too easy, it's not worth it. Yeah. And, um, and, I'm, and uh, to me, immigration laws work mm -hmm. perfectly when you enforce them. When you, I, yeah. I, I just don't see uh, why we have to uh, modify and make changes. Yeah. Um, they worked perfectly for me. It took me eight and a half years to become a U.S. citizen, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm -hmm. So um, as far as the immigration goes today, um, you wouldn't change a thing at this point? I wouldn't change a thing. I would enforce the border. I mm -hmm. would definitely build a wall. Mm -hmm. um, but more importantly, I think we should seriously penalize the people that are hiring, hiring illegal aliens. And that's the only way to deter, and, and you know, I don't mean to be sound like a mean, vicious person, uh, because I am a war refugee myself. Mm -hmm. And if somebody decided that I need to be deported, then it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I, I can't cry about it. But at the same time, if, if you don't enforce, um, penalize the employers, yeah. um, then you know, you, you're simply inviting more people in. And I think that's a, a valid point, Juan, because Quan, I'm sorry, I said Juan. I'm That's close you. enough. Sorry, I'm very close. Right? I can be. Quan is that, um, you know, we, th there's always that job market out there that they go into. And um, until we start throwing some real penalties on the people who are hiring, right. no one, again, right. no one. You have one, to take away the incentives. You know, and, 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 and stop yeah. that. Right. And there's always that incentive to come over. They know that you know, basically they can come over and get away through the system. Right. 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 I mean, you and I both have friends who live, who live and work right. on the border. Right. And we hear the stories that are going on. I mean, right. they're, they no longer, they sneak across the border now right. and sit down and wait for the border patrol to come pick right. them up because they know they're going to come in, they're going to get processed, mm -hmm. they're going to go to a detention center uh, and, and then be released with a court date that... Right in most cases, they never show up for. Right. Um, you know, I had a, I don't know if I told you, but I had a, a full day tour, one-on-one -on -one with a border agent. Mm -hmm. um, and we drove miles and miles and miles, and I have to tell you, it's wide open mm -hmm. in a lot of places. I mean, I'm 57 years old, and I can tell you, I can jump over those Normandy uh -huh. fences, yeah. barriers. Um, it's, it's, it, it's ridiculously wide open. Yeah. And, you know, um, I, I spoke to this particular border agent who uh, tries to remain nameless. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, and said, Kwong, we just don't have enough agent yeah. to go to after the all these groups. And so we're, we're falling apart at the border. Now, is it better today or not? I don't know. Mm -hmm. 
Well, it does slow down during the summertime, I think, because right. of the heat. And, you know, to <clears throat> Mexico's credit, they've actually gotten involved. They, 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 and, they actually did you know, something. They did more than the Democrats right. did, right? Right. And, right? and they actually detoured a lot of the yeah. people. Because really, you know, when I, when I think about the border, and I, I know when we talk about the wall and the technology, it sounds, you know, um, you know, very black and white, but mm -hmm. we're dealing with human beings down there. Right. And right. Uh, when you have people marching 1,500 miles from different countries, going through other countries to come to the United States, right. there's a lot of human suffering going on. Absolutely. There's a lot of pain going and on. And I've been there. And, and it's just, you know, it, it's just too bad that there, there, there's people in the country that, that encourage them to do this. Mm -hmm. And these people get to the border thinking that they're gonna be able to come in and, and become U.S. citizens somehow or another through an amnesty program or whatever. It doesn't work out. And, and, and again, all that hardship that they went through to get here, you know, instead of doing it, you know, a, the right way of going to a port of entry, if you're going to try to claim uh, asylum to plead your case and, and do it the correct way. There is nothing uh, in our laws, immigration laws, that say you can't enter through the, the, the various ports of entry. Mm -hmm. And basically, I think that's what people should do. I mean, personally, I, have, I, I kind of feel like, you know, it's always a slap in the face of the people that actually waited in line. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, the people that did the right thing. And, right. Then, and then you go beyond the, the, the human suffering part of it, and you become right. in the suffering on our side of the border mm -hmm. with the drugs and all the stuff mm -hmm. that's coming up. We just had... <clears throat> Uh, a, a major event mm -hmm. uh, on the border where uh, the cartels actually shot up uh, a whole family, right? And right. Uh, a, a tragedy that occurred, and so unacceptable. All, all that stuff is coming over the borders and killing our own kids, right? Here in our state now, a lot of people say, "Well, you know, border won't, a wall won't help." Well. You know, the walls work pretty good around the elitist uh, uh, houses, you know. Absolutely, Nancy Pelosi and, has And all the own. rest of them, so, uh -huh. but it, it won't, it's not good enough to stop the drugs flowing in and killing our kids, right. you know, that, right. that's my rub. Right. But you know, I bring up the, um, <clears throat> I bring up that, that horrible event that happened in Mexico with the mm -hmm. children and the mm -hmm. women and children. Um, I was on with Chris Cucnio on KYCA on Wednesday, mm -hmm. and we had a caller actually didn't want to come on the radio. All he wanted to do was make a statement and said, this wouldn't have happened if there was a Second Amendment in Mexico. You know, Whether it would have happened or if it wouldn't have happened, that's debatable, but you certainly would have had ability to fight back. Right. So I'm kind right. of segueing into the Second Amendment. Right, right. I, I can say the same thing yeah. about South Vietnam. Yeah. Right? We had a Second Amendment, it would be, be different, and we wouldn't have to de de depend on the military uh, so much to uh, defend our villages and so on. So the villagers had, could not own firearms? Is that No, I mean, mean? The, uh, you know, I mean, they're farmers. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're kind of stuck in the middle of the war. Uh -huh. But uh, I remember living in Saigon near the end. It would have been great if we had some uh, firearms uh -huh. um, to use, yeah. you know. And, uh, and um, you know, I, want, I just want to go back to immigration real quickly yeah. before we head off to the, sure. the Second Amendment. Um, you know, we, um, I, I've, I've lectured to high school students in college and, you know, one of the things I always said is uh, there are two reasons why people come to the United States. Mm -hmm. There's one group that will come for um, the freedom, just freedom. And then there's another group that would come for the economic um, advantage. And I think, 
in my personal humble opinion, is that if you come because of economic reason, you'll never appreciate that little booklet that's called a U.S. Constitution. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that if you come for freedom and you appreciate the freedom, the economic parts will automatically happen for yeah. you. And people don't realize that. And, and so I always encourage, uh, encourage new immigrants to say, hey, listen, man, don't, don't, don't come here thinking that you're going to have a great job or you'll marry somebody great and have a great house. Think about the people that fought for freedom, the people that wrote the, the, the U.S. Constitution. Think about those people. Mm -hmm. And I think you could, you could go a lot further being a true American. Yeah. The foundation of The foundation freedoms. of freedom, yes. Yeah. yeah. Great point. Thank you. Um, Second Amendment. Um, I know that you are a supporter of the Second Amendment. Absolutely. Been a Second Amendment supporter for a long time. I'm also a board member of the Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association. Okay. Um, I also coach and direct a, a junior rifle team called the Arizona Scorpions. Uh -huh. uh, very proud of them. 15 national titles. Um, not bad for a tiny little group. Yeah. And what age group is that? They're any, our youngest team member right now is 13 years old. Oh, wow. And they, they run up to 18, 19 years old. Yeah. They actually age out around 20. Yeah. So. Wow. And, and you go to Washington or where do you, where do you now go? Now we, uh, you know, we compete locally during the season just to get our uh, training, our practices in. Uh -huh. uh, and every July we go to the nationals and compete nationally at uh, Camp Perry, Ohio. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's, that's once a year. It's a big deal. It's 10 days of competition. Yeah. It's a ten, 10 days of uh, parents getting along, supporting the kids, coaches, working right. hard. And by the way, all of us. Um, are volunteers. Yeah. None of us are paid. And the Scorpions actually live off of donations. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, you know. Uh, if you're compelled? Yeah. If you <laughs> compel, you go this. to Google and yeah. search for Arizona uh, Junior High Powers, the Scorpions, yeah. and you'll find our website and uh, make a donation or two or yeah. give me a call. Yeah. And I'll be happy to or even uh, volunteer some time or some ammo, right? Ammo. Um, Cash, yeah, anything. anything. Well, yeah. I've seen some of the targets that the kids come back with, and they are, they're, they're pretty right on target. I should say. You, you know, and they, you know that they, builds a lot more than just shooting. Again, no, you know, it, it, we do it a lot of teaching. That, yeah. We do a lot of teaching. We we teach the kids about the Second Amendment. We um, um, have them obviously exercise the Second Amendment, and we continue want to you know to to try to build the next generation to respect the Second Amendment and understand what it is. And of course, stay, safety is the biggest safety, thing yeah. um, when we teach these kids. You got to remember, some of these kids, like I said, the youngest kid came in at 12 years old. This is his second season. Yeah. Uh, you have to take the kid aside and, and explain, yeah. no, this is not a toy. Yeah. This, this is a firearm. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and you have this uh, responsibility to take care of that firearm and not be goofing around with That's it. That's right. Know yeah. what it can do. Absolutely. So, um, you know... You have a lot of things, a lot of, lot of, a lot of irons in the fire. I know you work full time. I do. And you teach. You're you're the coach of the Scorpions, and you're going to Camp Perry, and you're running for LD one. How do you balance all that time out, Quan? It, it's, it's called. It's it's. You know, you have to do all these things. Um, putting food on the table is, is not a uh, an option. It, yeah, because you still have a house. Yeah. You still have a wife. Yeah, yeah. It, she's it, in charge, I'm sure. Ex exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not an option to not go to work right. and go campaigning or uh, go coach a rifle team. 
So what gives up is basically sleep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Um, certain things um, I will not compromise, and and uh, you know I have a deadline yesterday. I actually missed an event, but uh, you know when you work for somebody, right. you uh, respect the fact that they give you a job, mm -hmm. and uh, you want to make sure that you generate revenue for your employer. Right. And I think that's that's my philosophy. How I work in my head. Yeah. Like I said. I've been working, Glenn, since I was 14 years old, nonstop, and I worked hard all my life in everything that I do. And and I think that if I'm fortunately fortunate enough to go to LD1 mm -hmm. down at the house, I think my work habit is gonna be pretty much the same. Um, I read a lot, I study a lot, um, I don't sleep a lot, mm -hmm. um, and sometimes I even skip a lunch because it's a deadline. Yeah. Um, but there are things that you have to do in your life. You only have to, you only have one life. Right. So, it, well, it sounds to me like a, a word I would put out there is that work ethic, you know? Right. You've got that work ethic out there right. that you could, and, and you work for Zebra, Zebra Scapes? I work that? for Zebra Scapes. I work in operations, marketing, but lately I've been doing a lot of um, uh, design as well gotcha. for, for clients. And uh -huh. uh, that's a critical part of the, uh, the job mm -hmm. is that, uh, you know, basically, Glenn, when I come to work, I basically do whatever my boss asks me to do. Yeah. Um, you know, you have that eight, ten hours that you have to be there. Mm -hmm. And so that's my, my attitude. And you then know. you kind of fit everything else in between the... Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'll tell you a little bit about my son. He, for the last two years, he, he would average about 60 hours a week. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's, he's 25 years old. And my daughter is um, just... Beyond my comprehension, my wife and I was out there for a week, and I see these midshipmen running nonstop from mm -hmm. class to class, physical training, yeah. sports, um, very little sleep, and their days start at 5.30 in the morning. So you pass that work ethic on to you the You know kids, what? Yeah. I learned something from her yeah. that she actually worked harder than I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. So um, let's talk a little bit, you know, some of the issues that are going on, because I'm sure, you know, we kind of know where you stand as a conservative and a Republican, uh, climate change, you know, that comes up a lot in, our, in, our, in, uh, in the legislature as well as in Prescott. Right. Where do you stand on that? You know, um, a couple of things, and you know, I was born in Vietnam and um, you know, that place is slightly above the equator and it's always hot. Mm -hmm. um, people live, people don't do well in Alaska. People don't do well in, you know, when it's super cold. Um, and I think you can't really fight nature. Um, and I, I, you know, I spent so much time in Yosemite, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with my family. And you, if you know the history of Yosemite Valley, you know, it was carved yeah. by glaciers. Glaciers, yeah. Yeah. And so if the glacier didn't melt, we wouldn't have that. And mm -hmm. I think that um, uh, to put it on human cause, I mean. Yeah, it's great. We need to be responsible for the environment, um, the, our environment. Right. And I'm a fly fisher, yeah. so trust me, I go pick up cigarette butts and diapers and whatever when I see on the side of the river. But no, I don't, I don't want to restrict our economy. And by the way, we're the only one doing it, right? Yeah. And so, um, you know, uh, they're smoking up the place in China, yeah. in, in most of the Asian countries. Yeah. There's no control there. And we all live under the same roof. Right. And so here we are, we're restricting our economy, our growth, um, and uh, to accommodate a, you know, a few yeah. people. Yeah, well, you know, again, you, I, I look, again, this is my opinion, you, we, 
we are probably some of the least polluters in the world. Absolutely. And yet uh, it seems that a lot of the climate change uh, groups want to have more U.S. Um, jobs go overseas and, and donate more right. money. It's kind right. of like a redistribution of wealth, in my right. opinion. Solyndra worked that really yeah. well, didn't it? So, and, and, and it's not that, you know, we shouldn't be exploring renewable energy, uh -huh. but we shouldn't be giving up our cars and everything else for it, too. There is this thing called weather, and I think right. weather changes. Right. And it may not be so much global. You opinion, your opinion? Yeah, you know, I, I, it's hard to... It's hard to wake up in the morning in Arizona and it's freezing. Yeah. And uh, you're telling me something different. Um, so yeah. that, that's where I stand. And I don't mean to make a joke out of it. No. Uh, it's something that I don't understand. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not something that I'm going to blame on your pickup truck or my pickup truck being the problem. Gotcha. Um, so. Um, you know, yesterday I went to an event in Los, uh, Los Angeles, <clears throat> flashback, <throat> in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And. Um, it was um, not my kid. It was about the marijuana initiative that's coming up. And those who watch my show know that I'm, mm -hmm. I am very much against recreational right. marijuana right. being legalized. And um, I just want to know where do you, you know, if that was to come up, you're sitting down there at the house, where do you stand at on At this point in time, the answer would be no. Mm -hmm. I, I am not supporting of anything marijuana. Uh, and that's just my personal view. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, kind of strange, but I'm kind of glad that my, both of my kids are out of high school. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I just don't want to have those options to be a part of their lives. Life is rough for these kids already. They have to compete with each other, clothing, uh, technology, cell phone. They, they, have, they have all these things uh, at their disposal. And do we need to add one more thing mm -hmm. to it? And that's how I feel about it. Gotcha. You know, Prescott, while we're talking, I forgot to let you know that if you have a question for Kwan, uh, anything at all, just write it down on that comment section. I'll get the question over to him and we'll have him answer it. So be part of the conversation. We're, we're here for you and so that you can kind of know who this guy is and, and, and where he's thinking and, and, his, uh, and his opinion. So, um, you know, we all kind of went through the NRA a little bit, but the red flag laws, you know, uh, Governor Ducey was at this event yesterday, mm -hmm. and while I applaud his, uh, his position on marijuana, that he's against the recreational use of marijuana, mm -hmm. I don't applaud his position on red flag laws. Um, you know, I think that uh, uh, you eliminate due process. Um, I could, you know, you could call me up or call law enforcement up and say, I think Glenn's a danger to himself right. and society, right. and right. They, even though if I'm not, they come and right. confiscate all my firearms. Well, Where do you, you know, the, the problem with, with laws such as red flag is that it always tends to penalize the law-abiding citizen. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, as, as the director of a rifle team, you can imagine that there are quite a few firearms to, you know, that we deal with with the club, with the mm -hmm. state, uh, with the kids, mm -hmm. and uh, can you imagine if, uh, if an upset neighbor would call and basically said, you know, uh, you know my neighbor Kwong is, uh, is a nut. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and that's enough to basically, uh, you know, have my firearms removed. And, yeah. and again, due process is a big deal. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Uh, you know, you, you wind up violating all kinds of constitutional rights to uh, a, a law-abiding citizen. Yeah. Now, yeah, well, you know, uh, start talking about mental health care. Start, yeah. start thinking about that a little bit more than try to control um, you know the bad guys are always gonna get guns, and we, we hear that. This is the conservative circle. You know when you look at you know bad guys will always find a way to get that firearm or, or a weapon. Yeah. Um, and we can't control it. What do you do about knives? Where, right. where do you end? You know he's crazy. Let's get his his um, machete that he used for cleaning his yard. You yeah. know, a landscape of pulling wheat. So let's let's. Nuts, and we we see that, and we see that you know it's very hard to stop evil. Right. When somebody is intent to do evil, it's hard to stop them. We see it in pressure cookers, and we see mm -hmm. it in cars. Right. You know, mowing down people, and right. I think that you know, a firearm sometimes is just the easiest way to do the mayhem that they look forward to do. Right. If they didn't have that, and we found that in England, where they just go for knives now. Right. And now they have. I, I believe it was London last I right. saw has legislation that you can't have a knife so long and you can't mm -hmm. carry it in public. Right. I mean, right. where does it end until we recognize uh, it that? It was only a few days ago that uh, was on the news that uh, a, a husband decided to uh, decapitate his wife, mm -hmm. um, kill his five-year-old daughter, and then hanged himself. Yeah. So where do you How go do you from stop there? That? How do you stop that? It's metal. Exactly. Like where you were going with your comments. It's, exactly. That, exactly. You know, we, we, we need those mental uh, experts out there, right. uh, mental illness experts out there that, that can diagnose this stuff and help people that, and I'm sure there's signs that, you know, when people are starting to go off, there was just a, a big um, uh, Homeland Security uh, uh, study was I saw it on the news last night where um, it gave warning signs for kids that go and shoot up schools. They took the common denominators, and and they and and these were the common denominators. And 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 one of them was that they're all, they always announce it before they do it, you know. And it would be it it. it it, we need to hear that, you know, especially from people. I'm not talking about firearms necessarily or schools, but right. somebody who right. wants to hurt themselves right. or their family. We need to hear that, whether they own a gun or whether they don't own right. a gun, right. and 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 at least get some kind of involved and find out how serious where they're uh -huh. where they're standing on exactly. that. Exactly, just like the, the the mass shooting case when a guy decided to kill his mom and steal the guns and go to school and start shooting up kids. Right, right. I mean, how do you do that? The, the guy doesn't own a gun, his mother does. Yeah. yeah. You know, or did. Um, so. And that know. was one, another part of that study was a right. many, you know, they right. gave statistics, but many of the children, the kids <clears throat> that went and did that, they don't even own those firearms. They right. can't buy the firearms. They got them, right. possess them through family members or, or, or another way rather than legal purchase. You know, with over 300 million guns in this country, if yeah. guns were the problem, yeah, we would all be in trouble yeah. right about now. Yeah. But it's not so the case. Yeah. So um, you know what? I was sitting there going down the freeway yesterday, 17, and it is packed. And I know there's a lot of uh, things going on. I know Noel Campbell has been very involved with widening out the 17. Right, and getting right. The 17 I would agree. Forth. So... You're kind of with Noel on that as far as well, you know, uh, getting some money into our roads? I, I would like to get some money into our roads. Um, I, I, the first thing, you know, as a guy who does commercial proposal every single day, uh, find out 
where we can reduce the cost for the client mm -hmm. um, before we propose a, a project. I'd like to see where we can cut somewhere mm -hmm. before we go to raising taxes. Right. Now, let's say we decide to you know, uh, do the gas taxes, no suggested. I, I, I like somebody to, and it may not be possible at all. I'm not down in the legislature and I'm not a politician, but hey, let's just let's see if we can keep that money for the roads mm -hmm. and not have it siphoned in five different directions. Right, the sweeping of absolutely lottery and everything else. Absolutely, okay. and so that's that's where I stand with that. So, and would you consider yourself a conservative uh, when it comes to taxation? I mean, I'm pretty we conservative. Need to absolutely, I've, look at different areas. How to definitely look at do. different areas to see where we can cut, where mm -hmm. we can save. Is it possible? Is it not possible? I don't know. I'm not down there. Gotcha. But that's how I feel about it. If I were uh, a legislator today, that's what I would look at. Yeah. I'm extremely conservative. Um, I don't, if I turn right a little further, I may falling off the cliff. Yeah. That's so um, that's where I am. And uh -huh. I'm, con I'm a conservative because of the Vietnam War. I'm not gonna lie about it, uh -huh. you know? Um, and some people asked me um, just a few weeks ago um, about why um, they would support me. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that there are things about me that uh, basically uh, cannot be compromised. Yeah. And that's my integrity, mm -hmm. my conservatism, mm -hmm. my common sense, my family, my church, my okay. friends. Yeah. I would never allow myself to compromise any of those um, items mm -hmm. that are precious in my life. Gotcha. And, and that's what, you know, this is our first interview. So I really wanted just to kind of get out there and see where you stood on the issues. And we're going to, we're going to, uh, next time we have you on, Quan, I'm going to go further into that. Absolutely. You know, where you stand because of, of, uh, with family, uh, with, with the country, your conservatism and your religion as far as, um, I'm not going to get into your religion, but, uh, and that's but your okay. faith. Your faith. Yes. Because yes. I think faith has a lot to do with the people we send into office. Right. You know, if you have somebody who, in my opinion, doesn't have that faith and, and, and that recognition that we all serve a bigger cause and there's right. something more important right. in our, in, right. that, that controls well, our world. Well, you know, I'm a pro-life. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know, I'm abhorred people that are basically politicians mm -hmm. and, and stand for abortions. I don't care what stage of, of life that, uh, that fetus is. Mm -hmm. um, if you can't stand for life, what do you stand for? Gotcha. And you probably also know, and you know it, mm -hmm. that I also visit veterans mm -hmm. from all around the nation um, yeah, since you're... 2010. And um, that's also one of my passions mm -hmm. is to take care of our veterans. Now, what can I do from this, the state level? I don't know, mm -hmm. but I will tell you, seeing Vietnam veterans up close in a group. And by the way, I am heading out on, um, tomorrow I'm flying to South Florida to speak to veterans who are the, uh, belong to the, alumni, uh, the Naval Academy Alumni Association. Mm -hmm. um, and that's unfortunate, in, in a way, unfortunately, I couldn't be here for our parade. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I'm pretty much booked up two, three years out when it comes to veterans in Memorial yeah. Day. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm extremely blessed yeah. because of that. So we're kind of running down the down to the time zone here. So, yes, sir. Um, so just kind of wrap up a little bit. You're um, pro life. 
Yes, sir. You're pro-constitutional Second Amendment? Yes, sir. Uh, you're pro-military? Yes, sir. You are pro... Uh, 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 keep, the, keep the immigration system the way it is today? Yes. Uh, enforce it. And enforce and, and it, enforce not just it keep it. And, 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 and build a wall. And build a wall. And use technology. Mm -hmm. Support um, our men and men and women in blue. That's exactly where I was going. Support our, support our law enforcement out there. Absolutely. And uh, sounds like a, a, a very conservative base, basically, is where you, where you, you stand. You, I, I, will, I will tell you and the audience right now, you never have to question my conservatism. Yeah, there you go. You can always trust on that. You know what, Quan? Um, I'm going to give you that camera. I'm going to say, go ahead and make your speech. Why uh, the voters might want to consider you for uh, state representative of LD1. And I'm going to give you the moment that... Um, yeah, you know. thank you. Thank and you. I put you on the spotlight. No, no, that's like, fine. Oh, no. No, no, <laughs> no. no. That, that's fine. Um, if you really want to find out more about me, um, you can either call me at 949-463-4028 uh, or go to my website at kwongforarizona.com. Uh, uh, but to um, give you an idea, the reason why I'm running is, first of all, is, is we, ha we have a slight lead of 31 to 29 down in the house. And I like to think that I'll be that person to continue to keep LD1 red. Um, education is important to me, extremely important to me. I have two kids that graduated from uh, a local high school here in Prescott. Both are doing extremely well, uh, or, or our son did, and our daughter is, is uh, still at another uh, public uh, institution called the Naval Academy. Yeah. Uh, healthcare is important to me. Uh, I'm a pro-life, like uh, I said before, uh, pro-military. You know, I have skin in the game now. Um, and so I, like, I, I would hope that you would consider voting for me because I'm just a hard worker and, and I'm very conservative. And um, my integrity is all I have and my family and my, and my church. And so those are the reasons why. And I'm a super hard worker. And I would, uh, I would hope that you at least take a look at my background and uh, give me your, your support. Well said, thank you very much, Quan. And I will tell you, you know, people know me, I usually wear my Quan for LD1. We're gonna have two choices. Right. I, I made the choice already on this one. I so. appreciate it, thank and, you. And, um, you know, I always sign out, and we talk about the military, I always give thanks to our military, both uh, serving and previously served, mm -hmm. to give us opportunity that we can sit at this table, Quan, and talk about politics, our country, and where we're going. They're the reason why I'm here. And, 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 and they're the reason why we're all here, really, right. because they, they hold up our, our freedoms, our liberties, and our Constitution. I also always thank our law enforcement and our firefighters out there Absolutely. keeping our streets safe and giving us the opportunity that we can move around our community and, and live in a safe environment. So with that, Prescott, thank you so much. Next week, I have the uh, ladies of the Republican Women of Prescott coming in. So we're going to be speaking to uh, the ARWAP folks, and um, that will start around 10 o'clock on Friday. But until then, we'll see you next time.